come and get close. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to get gritty. And it might get a little intense. But it's a conversation we need to have. Quote and unquote, Solange knows. This is the Straight Up No Chaser podcast. And I'll be your host, your one and only host. They call me Beans. And I'm so glad that you decided to tune in. As I occupy at least 30 minutes of your day, I can only hope that I can untangle and dismantle those white picket fence and unicorn dreams that we created in our own heads as we grow into women of the world. I need you to pay close attention to the words that I use and the way that I say them. Once again, this is the Straight Up No Chaser Podcast. And I'm your host, Beans. I'm glad that you're here. All right, so here I am. I know it's been a long time coming. And I recorded an episode one, but I've since shelved it. I'll release it one day. That I promise. I had so many reasons why I shouldn't do a podcast. But unfortunately, I have a lot more reasons why I should do a podcast. So here's episode 1.2. I guess a little bit of reasons why episode 1 is being shelved. A little thing called insecurities. And although it may seem as it is a little thing, it causes such big problems. So, according to Oxford Dictionary, insecurities are uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, the lack of confidence, synonyms, lack of confidence, self-doubt, humility, and uncertainty. And to be quite honest, that's why I shelved my first episode, and that's why it's taken me so long to release this episode. So, I had my first episode pegged, dictated, and in edit mode. The episode expanded and naturally flowed and opened up so many different topics and conversations that I promised to explore on a deeper level. Open the dialogue about, provided insight about, provided experiences on, provided things that I've learned, things that I'm still learning, and things that I want to know. Yet, that episode is not this episode. This episode will be number one. That episode is still sitting on the production floor. Are you asking exactly why this episode is not the recorded episode one? Well, simple answer. Fear. You know, we allow fear to disable us from being. Fear can rear its head in so many forms. My fear came in the purest form of insecurity. 
Insecurity caused me to ask questions. Questions about whether or not this was a good idea. Questions on whether or not anyone should ever hear this. Questions on whether or not if anyone would even be interested in listening. The biggest question surrounded me in the simplest form of insecurity. My speech. My voice and my pronunciation of certain words. After recording my intro 50, 11, thousands, millions of times, I finally got a copy that I was satisfied with. That copy was rehearsed, rewinded, re-recorded, edited, paused, repeated, edited some more, and then I was satisfied with it. But why was it that I was only satisfied with it after it had been rehearsed, recorded, edited, and set to a standard that I thought it should be? Who knows? But after I was quote unquote satisfied with it, I went ahead and recorded an entire episode. I got a good 30 minutes. So for an episode one was pretty good. So, the next day, I sent two of my friends, who I met at very different stages of my life, same message. That particular message expressed my concerns on the delivery of the message surrounding my podcast. Not my wording, and not my message. Not what I was delivering, or the context of what I was delivering, but more so the package and how it was round, wrapped in, how I sounded, the lack of or the presence of, <laughs> how insecure me, right? What I highlighted to them was, I have a lisp, I talk with a heavy tongue, I don't pronunciate words very clear. But the funny thing is, when I get to talking to people about things that I'm passionate about or that I know about, I can talk with the clarity of angels. I guess it's kind of odd to sit here in front of a microphone and just talk, not talk to anybody in per se, just talk openly. I also highlighted the fact that I have a heavy tone, that my speech slurs a bit, and that my delivery might not have been as polished as I would like. Sometimes being aware of your own flaws create imaginary demons. And unfortunately, with those demons become boundaries. You close yourself into this little box that's impossible to break because you created this box yourself. So nothing from the outside can tear it down. Only you can open this package up. Oddly enough, these are not things that I discovered during recording my first episode. These are things that I've known for most of my life. These are the reasons why I don't leave voicemails on your phone call. This may even be the reason why I don't make many phone calls. These are the reasons why I don't like to speak in public. These are the reasons why I started speech 
in the second grade. Yet, I guess I should also mention that by the time I was in the second grade, I was on the cheerleading squad. Huh, go figure. At the age of seven, and maybe even younger, at least as far as I can remember, I had been enrolled in speech. A high palate and a very heavy tongue were the reasons. The S sound, beginning, middle, end, and blends. The L sound, and I'm sure it's countless other sounds were hard for me to deliver clearly. And I know you're probably asking like, how is she so aware of that? Because of, the, of course, my child is in speech. So does that make me more aware of what's going on? Who knows? For most of my education, I spoke softly and I sat in the back of the classroom. I sat in the front of the classroom I just faded into the back. I didn't answer the questions, even if I knew the answer. I never raised my hands because I didn't want to be called on. I did not want to speak. I didn't want to be the girl with the funny talking, the funny accent, the lisp. I didn't want people to ask me to repeat myself. It was just embarrassing. So we, <laughs> my mom, we fixed the high, high palate. We closed my mouth up with braces. Hmm. Which one you thought was worse. So that came around the fifth grade. And so did the silly smile. Do you know what the silly smile is? Silly from the color purple? Yeah, you know, the you show is ugly. The top lip covering the bottom. The hand over your smile. Yes, I became a master of that smile. This bright yellow, yes, yellow, nothing but legs, 10 year old, hated to smile and hated to talk in public. So I stayed in my room. I attended classes. I stayed in the background. So I guess now you're asking, well, hell, you're well over 10 years old. 10 years old, you see that? Matter of fact, I almost have a 10 year old. How, how, out of such a brilliant and smart idea, did these fears begin to manifest themselves again? Well, I have one question for you, and I want you to think about it. Can you accept or understand or even believe that you can be your own handicap? Do you believe that you yourself can be the sole reason that your growth is being hindered? That your light is being dulled? That your path is being blood bloodied? Coincidentally, this was a message at church recently. The message emphasized how we, as spiritual beings, love to blame externally. Everyone and everything is the reason why we can't, why we aren't, and why we don't. Remember those two friends I talked about? 
Well, one of these friends I've known since I was 10. The other one I met as I gave birth to my almost 10 year olds. So do you see the range in time? I passed those recordings onto these friends. And the only feedback I got was that the message was needed to be shared. One friend actually wanted to share it with her friends, but wasn't sure if I was ready to let the word get out. I was told that the podcast needed to be published. It needed to be shared and the word needed to be get, get out there. So here I am in my office, a little Jill Scott playing in the background, watching the timer tick away. I'm not aiming for perfection on this episode one, take two, but I am aiming to start somewhere. So I'm recording another episode as a prelude to episode one. My greatest fear is that the light that I can emit will sound brighter than I could ever imagine. My fear is that I can be great. But I know you're questioning to yourself, why would you fear such an amazing thing? I'm not afraid of sharing my stories. If you know me personally, you know that I'm very candid and I don't sugarcoat anything. I'm not afraid of being vulnerable, being open, sharing my life if it'll help one person. I don't want to be congratulated or even recognized. I don't want to be elevated because of it. I would like to continue to stay in the background. But if I'm not sure about anything, I'm sure that what I have to say needs to be heard. So here I am, one mic, one room, and I'm ready to talk. So stay tuned. This is a prelude to episode one of Straight Up No Chaser.